everyone, welcome back to another hour with Crowder with me, your host Crowder. Like, share, subscribe, and comment. If you're already a subscriber, go ahead and ding the bell so that you can get all of my latest podcast interviews every Tuesday. Today, we got yet another game, another good-ass guest, Jay Price. What up, Jay? What up, what up? Do you prefer Jay or Jalen? Most people call me Jay. Yeah, yeah, it's that little government name shit. Ain't that the craziest thing? Black people, we just be like, don't call me by my government. You know like, yeah, and the, and the government up. already got our government. Already. <laughs> you know, That's yeah. a crazy ass shit. Well, I know you from, of course, researching. You're um, the host of Dallas Ebonics. Right. But tell the um, audience a little bit about yourself and why you decided to start up Dallas Ebonic. Okay, so yeah, like she say, my name Jay Price. Uh, Dallas Ebonics was just something I wanted to do uh, because I started researching a lot of black history and really starting to understand myself. And once I kind of got into the knowledge of who I was as far as, you know, black history, then I tried to take that information to a lot of my partners and they didn't really want to hear it, you know what I'm saying? Because it was kind of left from what they was maybe comfortable with. And so I just felt like I I had so much information that I was learning. I really wanted to get it out to whoever it is that might be interested in it. You know what I'm saying? And so that's just what I did. And, you know, some people gravitated towards it. Yeah, I see a lot of your Instagram posts. Um, I, I'm not sure that I have you on um, Facebook. I don't mm-hmm. think so. But I've seen a lot of your posts and a lot of your posts... Um, surrounds black issues right. in the community, right. blacks plights right. and stuff like that. Why did you choose to go that route? Because I ended up going to uh, college, you know what I'm saying? I went to a PWI, you know, and being out there, I began to see how white people were able to get along with each other and do business with each other. And it was a lot of things. I didn't really understand how bad the black community was until I went to a white one, you know what I'm saying? And once I began to see how they interact with each other, it kind of made me feel like some kind of way, like, why don't we get along like this? And why don't we do business with each other like this? And so it just kind of made sense. Like, I really want us as black people to understand the value that we have and the power that we have. And I just felt like we weren't really being educated because a lot of the information I was seeing was politically correct. It was a lot of, you know, heavily Democratic-influenced information. And so I really wanted some unfiltered content specifically talking to us. And I figured if wasn't nobody else going to do it, I was going to do it. And you've rightfully done it for um, how many months now? It's been been like about six months since I've been doing it. Six months. And I get on your I get on your lives and I get and I've went back and seen a lot of your content mm-hmm. and I resonate with a lot of it because you're absolutely right. Black people are programmed to be democratic. We're Definitely. programmed to be democratic. Yeah, yeah. It could yeah. be somebody sitting up there trying to give us water and we drink and we um thirsty in a hoe and here it is. Democrats will say, oh, don't, don't, don't take that water, even though you're thirsty. Mm. Go ahead and take the sand because mm. this sand is for black people. And the mm. Republicans is like, hey, we got water. And I just don't understand that about black people, how they can be so controlled to be with a party that has not done anything for them for years on end. Well, a lot of people don't want to hear this, but the reality of it is a lot of our people have been brainwashed 
You know what I'm saying? We've been conditioned to look at ourselves as Americans instead of who we originally was. But our original identity was stripped from us. And so all we had was the American identity. And so it makes it difficult for us to really break away from that because we've because of the whole civil rights culture that we've been living in, we just kind of accepted us as being quote unquote Americans. But in reality, that's not what we are. The Constitution has nothing to do with us. And we really, I feel like, it would be much more beneficial to us going forward if we disidentify as African-Americans, which don't even exist. From what I understand, Jesse Jackson made that word up in the 80s. It really ain't a real term, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like it would be more beneficial for us if we break away from the whole American identity and identify more so with our own culture and what it is that we feel is appropriate for us. But we're going to have to, as, as a collective, come together and decide what it is that we think we should do. But we just so divided, we ain't done that yet. It's very important that you brought that up because that's the same way that I feel. Greek American doesn't exist. Right. White American doesn't exist. Right. Mexican American doesn't exist. Right. It's only African American. You don't even have that on the form. Like when you go fill out a um employment form, mm-hmm. it doesn't say Mexican American, right. Indian American. It say Indian. It say um it'll say Hispanic. White, yeah, Hispanic. They still have ties to the culture. The only one that you'll see is African American on there. Right. But and you that's know, what made me start realizing that okay, what is this about? Why right. is nothing else something else American? Why are we the only one that's singled out? Well, you got to understand, our label is, quote-unquote, politically correct anyway. Like, it's not really real. They just call us that because they think that that's what we accept. You know what I'm saying? But if we really want to be 100, a lot of those other, quote-unquote, nationalities that we see on these employment forms are just labels that was made by white men somewhere up north. Like, we don't really have to subscribe to whatever labels that they give us, but we choose to because... Like I say, our identity has been taken from us. You know, so we just go with whatever label they give us, but that's not who we are. And I think that's a lot of my message is just making us understand we have to elevate our conscience. We have to elevate our mindset from this American mind that we have and really get back into what we originally was before we came here. For real. That's how I feel too. Like, why? And I see us going a little bit back into it. But I see us going, we went down the road and we took a left. Because it's, okay, so spirituality. Everybody knows that um, things like voodoo and magic and everything is um, originated from the Egyptians. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then I see us worshiping that. And I'm just like, that's cool. But these other cultures don't necessarily work like if you're not into that whole like magic shit for evil, mm-hmm. um, if you into magic for evil, okay, whatever, do you, bro? Mm-hmm. But these other cultures, they still realize that there's a god, and they know that this shit that's here is just our culture of living. Mm-hmm. So why is it that black people now we're we're going down the right path with spirituality, getting back to our roots, getting back to knowing? what we did to survive before there was doctors and grocery stores Mm -hmm. and all of this stuff that makes us dependent on the government. Mm -hmm. But we started to worship these 
deities and all of this other stuff? Well, it depends on, okay, well, if you're talking about Egyptian deities, I don't know too much about that. But I do know that for black people, because our identity has been stripped from us, we tend to cling to anything that we mm-hmm. feel is relevant to us. I've seen black people talking about that they into the Scottish culture, you know what I'm saying, wearing the little quilts and all that other stuff. So because we don't have an identity, anything is attractive to us. So we have to go out of our way to do the research to figure out who we was. And a lot of us just aren't doing that. You know, we tend to cling to anything that we feel is appealing to us, especially white deities, you know what I mean? Even though a lot of the white deities were black anyway, but uh, I heard that the um, priests in the Vatican, un, un, um, in the basement of the Vatican, they have um, a black statue. I heard that too. That's crazy. I, I heard that too. Real talk. And I not only heard that, I heard they have a lot of artifacts that belong to uh, quote unquote the children of Israel way back in the day. So I wouldn't necessarily be surprised about that because who? I mean. Who else would have any real reason to have any of our artifacts? Like, where is all the black wealth? Like, we, we're we not just inherently poor like this. Like, we had stuff, you know. So, who else would have our stuff other than the Europeans or the Romans? Like, who, who else would have our stuff? We know the Romans had a lot of uh, affiliations in the land of Israel way back in the day. Who else would have our stuff? But we don't even have the power to be stepping to the Vatican and saying anything about it, you know, so it is what it is but, yeah, I've heard that they have a lot of our stuff, not just the Romans, but uh, uh, the Turkish, and, you know uh, 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 a lot of them other countries over there that, that in their museums and stuff, that have our artifacts that they just don't tell us about. Did you know that a museum isn't even considered a museum unless they have um ancient African artifacts. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it, but that's crazy. Yeah, you can't even deem yourself a museum unless you have our shit in your museum. Which is crazy. I mean, you know, they they infatuated with us. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't doubt it. You know. We was a little bit on the political realm. I want to ask you about what is your perspective about state capital riot? Was that state capital? What happened the other day? Yeah, was that state capital? Correct me if I'm wrong. Was no, state, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was the state capital. I guess the na- the national capital. I don't know. Yeah, because yeah, a lot of people been getting online like a lot of it. It wasn't this. It was this. Like, but it's the Capitol Hill. Just Man, Capitol. Yeah, we grown. We know what happened. Yeah, we you know, know what happened. So, in my in my opinion, you know, and some people might disagree with me. I just feel like that black people tend to ride with the Democrats so hard that. We have a problem with the quote-unquote Trump supporters. Our problem with the Trump supporters is whatever the Democrats decided our problem with them should be. And I feel like we need to start looking at things through our own perspective. I don't think that the Trump supporters have that much of a problem with black people like the Democrats make it seem. Because in reality, black people aren't united and we don't even really use the power that we have to do much. So why would the Trump supporters who have a whole bunch of white power really care about us that much? It just seemed like they have an issue with the government for a, a whole separate reason. So I think that black people need to identify that reason and, you know, distance ourselves from their beef with their government. But 
what I do think that their issue is is they are battling against quote unquote the globalist agenda. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And what we don't we don't really talk about that too much, but in reality, there is a much bigger and more powerful and more immediate threat to white power than black power. You know what I'm saying? And that's the globalist agenda. And this globalist agenda is spearheaded by the Jews and by a lot of other people that we don't talk about in the community. But I feel like, in my opinion, I feel like the Democrats are ushering in this new order and the Trump supporters, quote unquote, understand what's going on because they actually have power and they use their power. You know what I'm saying? And so they see and easily identify when their power is in jeopardy. You know what I'm saying? And so they're starting to see that the government is coming against them and and their power. And so what they're doing is they're exercising what they feel is their their right, you know, to protest and, and, and agitate and, you know, let their voices be heard. As black people, that ain't got nothing to do with us. You know, I know we feel like they're racist and this and that, but in reality, bro, a lot of people are racist. We don't have to get so wrapped up in our feelings because they feel some kind of way about us. What we need to be doing is focusing on ourselves, organizing ourselves, and figuring out what we need to be doing to get our communities in line and letting them fight each other on their own. That don't have nothing to do with us. See, but, this is this is my problem with the whole with the whole thing is that they're comparing and contrasting that okay well if BLM did that we'd be shot <laughs> and and then oh and then Trump supporters are saying whenever BLM went down there tow up all that shit and everything oh well if we did that y'all would call us racist the whole thing is y'all fighting the same fight that part y'all fighting that the same part. fight I was and, just I, say and that. honestly yeah. I commend those Trump supporters a little bit more than I commend the BLM because you know what? They took it to their front door. That part. We we at we at government. Yeah, though. was ready for whatever. It, yeah, like, we yeah, at yeah. government though, nigga. We ain't we ain't tearing up people shit that that worked hard for that shit downtown. We at your dough. We know that these people in downtown and people in their houses ain't got nothing to do with what the government is doing. So where we gonna go? We gonna go to government though. Well, I mean, we gonna go to Capitol Hill. But it makes sense for the Trump supporters to do that because all of their people own all the businesses downtown, so they don't want to fuck up their own people. And that's what I don't understand why. And and let's not act like both parties didn't get infiltrated. Both parties got infiltrated for, I do not think for a second. Infiltrated by what? Infiltrated by whatever government um, PSYOP team that discredits anything that anybody has a plight against the globalist agenda. Mm-hmm. Because, I can see that. Because, like, okay, so I don't think for, I, I went to one of those protests. Mm-hmm. And most of the people down there were peaceful. Mm-hmm. They they wanted peace. They wanted to exercise their First Amendment. That was it. It was a couple knuckleheads down there that was tearing up people's shit, but instantly we stopped them. Hey, don't do that. We're peacefully protesting. That's it. And I've been downtown, and I've seen them putting bricks, because I work at night. So I see a space where there's no bricks at first, and then a random construction team comes in and plays some bricks. Social engineering. Right. But we social know what engineering experiment. Yeah, yeah. So, and then, I so if you're going to say that about Black Lives Matter, you got to say the same thing about this Trump rally. They got mm. infiltrated. 
Well, and I'm not, I'm not capping for either one. I, I think both of them are stupid, honestly, to protest about something that you're, they're not going to change. Just because you go out there with a couple of signs, they ain't changing that shit. You got to fucking go off in there and make some fucking noise, yo. Well, I mean, in black people's defense, you know, marching and protesting did give us a certain amount of progress back in the 50s and the 60s. So I no, understand no, 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 no. that. No, 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 no. What gave us some some power was economic power. We stopped getting on their buses. We stopped spending money with them. Nah, but that didn't necessarily do much because I feel like, in my opinion, the white people strategically gave Martin Luther King the whole integration concept because they knew, probably thinking maybe more forward than him, in my opinion, they knew, yeah, we can give them integration. White people are not going to like it, but... We can destroy a lot of their economic power by doing that. So we'll give them that. But I think in, in, in you know, I wasn't born back then. So I guess I can say I feel like they wanted the integration to be, you know, some kind of happy-go-lucky, everybody is the same, we're all equal kind of thing. But the powers that be didn't look at it like that. They looked at it like this is an opportunity for us to integrate blacks into our stuff. But we're not going to their stuff. You know what I'm saying? We're going to integrate them into our stuff, and that'll in turn destroy a lot of the economics. And then when Martin Luther King started recognizing that, that's when they killed him. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So. Yeah, but I think that that ended up happening after they figured out our buying power. They knew that a lot of black people didn't have cars, so what were we taking? The bus. Right. Ain't no um grocery stores where we at. The, the only thing is farms. I mean, it take a season to grow something. Mm-hmm. So we got to go to grocery stores. We didn't own no grocery stores. Or we probably did, but not probably a lot. So once they, rec- but the point is, once they recognized our buying power, how much, how much buying power black people actually have, and we stopped riding them buses, they said, oh, man, look how low our sales got for the buses now uh, let's give them what they want but we'll but if we can kill two birds with one stone we'll give them what they want so that we can get their money back and we'll stifle out the things that they actually do have in our mm. in, in their community like yeah you got a grocery store but now if we say that you can go to um a white grocery store then you're gonna come there because what do what do what do people want just as a people we always want something we can't have is always in the reach you know that's why girls go after boys that have girlfriends already mm. we'll rather be the side chick type shit because it's just something that we can't have and then we'll know that they have a boyfriend and then we'll try to then we'll be surprised when they cheat on us type yeah, shit yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's, it's it's something about the human mind that's want something that you can't have so all these years of saying white water fountain white um White only um cafes, white only pies. Now you saying I can actually go in here and buy a pie and sit in here and not have to go through the back door? Cool, I'm down with that. Yeah, but I think a lot of that came from slavery too. You know, us being so degraded for so long, we really wanted to feel as though we were the same. You know, we put, and this ain't no disrespect to those that that was back then, but I think, in my opinion, a lot of us put our value in white people's hands and we gave them the power to determine what we were worth and so once they gave us the right to you know integrate with them we felt like we had really accomplished something Mm -hmm. as far as morally 
you know, and so I guess maybe that, but well, I can say the fight wasn't necessarily over after that because we still had a lot of groups that was doing their thing. You know, we had the Black Panthers and we had uh, uh, a lot of other, you know, uh, black power groups that was that was doing their thing. And even the gangs, you know, people don't know the gangs was really derived from the Black Panthers, the Crips and the Bloods and all that stuff. And not yeah, even just that, the GDs and the BDs, you know, growth and development. We was doing a yeah, lot of things. Yeah, I was things. about to say, what, like, that's, like, Crip, everybody, like, oh, oh Crip walking or whatever, and they think it's some gang thing, but it yeah. really actually stands for something. Yeah, yeah, like community resolution and progress. Thank you. you. know, and so, and, and blood is, from what I understand, brotherly love overrides our depression. Uh, so we had real organizations but you know how white folks do. They come in, they criminalize, they demonize, and then they, and they, in, they turn society against them. Yeah, but yeah. they infiltrate first. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is the same thing they've been doing from day one. But we in a beautiful it, position right now because we see they don't have no new tricks. They've been doing the same tricks for a long time. Yeah, but the thing is, a lot of people are still falling for them. You because we don't have that sense of commitment to each other. We're, we're so divided as a people. It's not that hard to recognize the bullshit. I'm... Nothing. Like, I'm just a regular dude from Dallas. It's easy to recognize the bullshit. The difficult part is getting your peers that are quote-unquote sleep to recognize the bullshit so that way we can come together. We don't have that sense of commitment to each other, which makes it so much easier to disenfranchise us and, you know, for racism to affect us. Other cultures wouldn't, they can't really do them the way that they do us because they're united. Until, until we unite, not necessarily on a monolithic mindset, but just with a common agenda. Until we unite, like we we really can't do anything. And I don't really, I don't have the answers to how we can do that. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. Yeah, it, I think it's something that we'll have to see in the next lifetime. Not that I like believe. I, I mean, brother. next generation. Yeah, the next generation. Yeah. yeah, I think that that's something that we are building right now. We're building the foundation for that because a lot of people are waking up to yeah. the government bullshit and yeah. the stage psyops and you know just the tricks that the government play on our mind. That I'm sorry, but when I went to that protest, it was everybody out there. Was what, it just what protest? Black, what protest did you go to? Like a Black Lives Matter protest okay. when George Floyd. George Floyd. Okay, yeah, the okay, George okay. Floyd. I seen white people out there. I seen Mexican people out there. I seen black people out there, and you're still gonna tell me that this world is completely racist? I don't buy that, bro. Nah, but we got we got to keep it 100. We got to keep it 100 because we don't understand. We don't understand what's going on. Yeah, the white people come out there. We understand their intentions are great. You like black people, you want to... Okay, that's great. But we don't get how the government has strategically figured out how to manage the protest. They know it's not... See, back in the 50s and the 60s, it was nothing but black people. You saw on camera black folks getting beaten and hosed down. So it was no denying what was going on. But now... With all these different nationalities out there, a white woman to burn down a Wendy's and we get the blame because the protest is about us. You know what I'm saying? And once any kind of violence happens, then they understand. We got to understand once any type of violence occurs, the protest is automatically deemed a riot by the police and they can do any and everything they want to shut the shit down. The protest and the marching is great. If this was 1965. Yeah. In 2021, we need a new plan. 
You know what I'm saying? Because doing the government has figured out how to combat that already. We're going to have to do something else. This is no longer a fight for civil rights. That's over with, bro. We got the right to vote. We can drink at white water fountains. We can open up business. Okay, that's great. We need a plan for economic power. If y'all want to just be comfortable, that's cool. But there's a difference between being comfortable and being free. Yeah. If y'all want to be free, we're going to need economic power. And the only way to get economic power is to be unapologetically for ourselves. But black people, for some reason, have a problem being unapologetically for ourselves because we have been convinced by white America that that's somehow racist. Yet they do everything for themselves. You know what I'm saying? They need something. They need a resource. They need whatever they need. They do it by themselves. America does everything by themselves. Once we can disidentify as Americans and realize we are our own individual nation, we are the children of captured slaves and nothing more, nothing less. And that's how they see us. That's how the government sees us. We are a liability. Once we can realize that, It'll be easier for us to come together and say, okay, we need our own individual nation, we are our own individual people, and we need our own individual economics. But we can't do that looking at ourselves as though we're Americans. We keep giving our money to this system instead of giving our money to ourselves. And I think they did that on purpose. Of course they did that on that, on purpose because they realized a long time ago, um, like we went back to the whole... Um, Martin Luther King thing. Mm -hmm. They realized a long time ago our our buying power. Right. That black people will spend anything and everything to be at this upper echelon level mm. and to fit in because, like you said in the beginning, I don't know if you said this on air or off air, but we don't have any culture to identify with mm -hmm. that stripped us. So mm -hmm. we're trying. We're looking for any and every outlet to be belong. Right, right, so, right, right, right. Because we don't know our culture, we're not comfortable where we're at. So we're holding on to this and that. And that's why you got so many black people that are either Christians or spirituality or Buddhism or Hinduism mm -hmm. because we don't even know our own damn culture. Right, right. So we cling on to whatever the fuck. And they realized that a long time ago. So they know our, our buying power. So once they figured out that we have a big buying power, then they just cut it off. They they divided us so that we'll never be able to come together and say, hey, we should do something together instead of spending our money with all these other people that tell us to take our backpack off in the fucking store. Yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. And that's why, in my personal opinion, a lot of people aren't going to like this, but in my personal opinion, I felt like the Republicans were better for black people than Democrats because the Republicans have this do-for-self mindset. I'm not doing shit for y'all. You know what I'm saying? If you want something, do it for your fucking self because we don't care about y'all. That mindset was beneficial to us in, as far as economics, but I understand why black people would cling more to the Democratic Party because they're more inclusive. They speak to you a little nicer, and you know, we seem to be emotionally responsive to the word racism, so mm -hmm. it, it's a little easier for us to cling to the Democrats. But, you know, in reality, we need to really just be focused on ourselves. Basically. We need to be focused on ourselves. Do you feel like it was staged? That's what? a lot of rumored things going around, and allegedly this was a staged PSYOP. Talking about to, the, the Capitol riots? Yeah. To, I thought that to, at first. To trigger black, black people. people. I thought that at first, but... I still think it. 
in reality, I mean, if they really wanted to kill us all, they could do it like in a lot of different ways like they're doing now as far as with the food that we eat, you know, uh, the, the death that they promote through our music. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of positive rappers out here. It's a lot of positive rappers, but they promote the ignorant niggas. You know what I'm saying? So if they really wanted to kill us all, I mean, they could do who what country gonna say something about that? You know because what I'm saying? So I don't know why they would set us up. Like they just want to kill us, they do it. The reason why they, they won't kill us all out front is because like I said in um just a little while ago, there's actually white people that like us. There's actually Mexican people that like us. And once you get a huge group of white people that like black no, but people, that, but that don't necessarily matter because the powers that be don't care about white folks or black folks. Yeah, but the powers that be is very small, and they're very powerful. Yeah, and they're very powerful, but they're only powerful because of mind control. Once you that's a powerful that, tool. Yeah, like. yeah, it is, but it's more of us than them. So True. once they start killing all black people for no odd reason. People like they're doing. Go, yeah, people, but they're doing just strategically right. because they're pushing music. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah they're yeah, pushing yeah. music. They're pushing food. They're pushing this illusion that this is how black people are. Right. The same thing that um, Hitler did. Right, right, By right. Pro- propaganda. Right. This is how Jews are, and we're better off without them. So now they're doing the same trick with black people. This is how black people are. They're all gangsters. They all kill each other, and we're right. better off without them. Right, right, So right, it's a right. strategic move. You just can't go and kill somebody here in 2021 or back then when that... that all that shit was happening with the George Floyd. You can't go and kill somebody just for no fucking reason. Okay, but but my question is, why not? Yeah, why not? Like, but, like who gonna tell this, America anything? But, but this is chess, not checkers. Checkers would be killing us all off. But if the powers to be is very fucking small, okay, like, like say it in this analogy. A, a bully. Okay, he's bigger, he's taller, he's in a grade um more than you. But if you and your third grader little friends fight this fifth grader, that fifth grader going to lose. It don't matter how bigger you are, whatever, or how much strength you got. You get three small little niggas on you fighting you, you going to lose. I mean, yeah, I can see I can see what you're saying. But in reality, that would only be relevant if we was all fighting with our hands. You know what I'm saying? We the only ones fighting with our hands. They not fighting with their hands. You know what I'm saying? Even, so, even if you fought with guns. I mean, if if it's a small portion of people, and like, and I understand what you're saying, mm-hmm. with mind control, mm-hmm. because they have brainwashed people to think that these people are this way or whatever. Even if you just take the race out of it, mm-hmm. lower and middle class people are this way, mm-hmm. and we are the rich and wealthy and famous, and we deserve to live and have the better shit. But that's a small portion. There's more middle class and poor people than it is rich people out here. So if you turn around and just start killing out people and treating them any old type of way, the bigger bigger portion of people that live in America, let's just put it in America, Mm -hmm. is going to start saying that, hey, this ain't fucking right. And I don't give a fuck if they is black or white or whatever. You just killing people to kill people. Fuck that. You ready to fight? Yeah, I'm ready to fight. And they're going to fight them and they're going to lose. That, that's why they don't want us together. They don't want the white people and the black people to Definitely. combine. That's they don't right. want Mexican people and black people to combine. That's why they say labels like Mexican and black and Ooh. white. Oh, you woke woke. Yeah, <laughs> see, what we don't understand is that actually happened before. In 1681 with the Bacon's Rebellion, black people what and white the people... the Bacon's Rebellion? I'm the, sorry. The Bacon's Rebellion was something that happened way back in the day in, in, in 1681 where the... the they wouldn't call black and white. They were called people of British descent and people of African descent. 
that came together and wasn't with the fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? So they, they came against the power structure at that time. But white people or, or the, the powers that be at that time strategically created these labels of black, quote unquote, and white that, uh, 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 you know, was able to, you know, divide us. But they didn't give white people more privileges than blacks. What they did was they just took the privileges that everybody had away from black people. And then they labeled those people black. Because just being 100, if you look at our skin, we're not black. Like, this is not the color black. So why do they call us black? It's a label. It's not an actual thing. It doesn't exist. People back in the day were identified by their bloodline. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, whoever your daddy was, whoever, you know, whatever country you came from, that was who you were. But America switched it up and decided to label people by their by their skin color, which is so, uh, you know, what's the word? Um, not, 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 damn, I'm trying to think of the word. It's not circumstantial, but, shit, I don't know, it, it lost me, but they gave us these labels in order to divide us, and that division has just spread, and it continues now. And what we see with the white folks storming the Capitol, we, for some, I've been seeing black people mock them and make fun of them and all that shit, because, you know, that's how we do. But we have to understand that they are going against the same enemy that we have. Exactly. But we don't know it's our enemy because we've been conditioned to believe they're our enemy because exactly. they have more resources than us. Man, it's, we have the same enemy. You know, and if we would just put our differences aside, we know they've terrorized us for a long time. We know that they've been responsible for a lot of the shit that we don't went through. We, we understand all that. But what I'm saying is that the powers that be are more so responsible than individual acts of racism. Like, for example, Dylan Roof was a problem. But the bigger problem than Dylan Roof would be what happened to Ahmaud Aubrey when he got murdered and the DA didn't say a damn thing about it for two months straight until everybody started talking about it. The problem is the power. You feel me? It's not the individual it's not the individual people that is the problem. That's the issue that we can deal with, but the issue that we haven't been able to deal with is the power behind those people. And that power that's behind those people also has an enemy, which is another power that we don't talk about. And that power is who they're fighting against. We have to understand that power doesn't give a damn about us. And we are at the bottom of the totem pole. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to have to come together at this point. It's no longer about civil rights. It's about survival. Exactly. It's about cultural, economic, and physical survival. And so once we come into that fact, once we can accept that fact, it's easier for us to figure out how we need to go forward. Yeah. You said a lot of good-ass gems because a lot of people do think that. And that's why I say, like, my girlfriend, she's, like, this liberal type mm -hmm. of person. And I'm like... No, like, low-key, like I said in the beginning, I kind of respect them damn Trump supporters. They took mm -hmm. it to their dough. Yeah, they about that action. Yeah, 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 they were about that action, even if it is staged or whatever. Um, They took it to their front dough. And I'm telling her that, like, bro, you don't even realize that that's what y'all should have been doing. Mm. BLM should have been at their front dough. Not necessarily because, you know, number one, we don't understand the real enemy. And number two, that would have been a suicide mission. Like, 
I don't think that's smart for any of us to be running up there and doing that. Listen, I'm tired. It, it got to start somewhere. It got to start somewhere. They have to. We they have brainwashed us so much down that we scared to do anything. We scared to fight. We scared to do this. We go try to mess with those Italian kids up there in New York. I bet you you'd be dead tomorrow. Yeah, they they got their peoples with them. Why is it that black people is the only ones that you can do something to us and you can get away scot fucking free, whether it's you know on a um civil level or a political level or a police level? We are the only people that don't do shit when we get wrong. Okay, the only we, thing we well, do is just go protest and do picket signs. If you get, if I punch you in your eye right now, you're going to hold up a picket sign outside my house? No. Or you're you going to hit me back? It's on. That's what we got to do. We have to start fucking fighting back. Yeah, but you got to understand. There's two things coming to my mind. Number one, we don't have a, 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 a judicial system just for black people where we can implement some kind of punishment for these people. Everything that happens to us, we beg the American government to punish them. And the American government is behind it. And we don't get that. That's number one. And number two, you got to understand the nature of us. We're not violent people. We don't produce any guns. We don't produce any bullets. We don't make swords. Nah, we don't make none of that shit. We're not violent people by nature. We're loving and caring people by nature. I know rap music give us a different persona, but in real life, we're forgiving, loving people. And so, we don't really have it in us to just Go at these people the same way they come at us. That's not who we are. But what I'm saying, it don't have to be who we are. There are so many other ways we can fight. For example, and I talk about this, we don't understand the power that we have. We have economic power. And how do we have economic power? Everything in this room right now was made, designed, and distributed by somebody that wasn't black. These mics, this table, these paper cups, this phone, all of this <laughs> stuff was made by somebody else. And so if black people came together and said, we're not, and all of this is, you know, really dependent on our unity. But if we was to come together and say, we're not buying none of that shit no more, or, you know, we say, I'm going to start, instead of making t-shirts like all of us want to do, all of us can't sell Nike fits, bro. You know what I'm saying? If we want to come together and do some new shit, I'm going to make microphones. I'm going to make headphones. I'm going to make, you know, studio equipment or whatever the case might be. We could dismantle the system overnight. Just by, we don't understand like uh, the economic power that we have. We gross over a trillion dollars a year. Yeah. From what I understand, we are the rich, we are the richest black nation on earth. We are the only black nation that has the power to save itself. You know what I'm saying? But we don't have that sense of commitment to each other. And so, if we had that, and we was able to use our economic power to benefit us, then the system disenfranchising us wouldn't necessarily matter as much. Because we know we can survive on our own. We have our own grocery stores. We have our own, you know, corner stores. We have our own everything. And shout out to Master P because Master P been doing yes. a lot of that. Yes. Branding different items and different. And the Mexicans been doing this. The Mexicans have a Mexican version of everything white. Yes, you know what I'm saying? But we need to get into El that Rico. too. All that. Rio Grande. All that. We need That's to get the into that. For and, and even if their grocery store is owned by white people, they have Mexican products all in that shit. We open up a corner store and it's full of white products. We need black products in our shit so that way we can empower ourselves. That's economic power. How else do we have power? We have genetic power. What does that mean? We can annihilate the white race just with in between our legs. 
You know what I'm saying? If I have a baby with a black woman, the baby is black. And the white power knows that. You know what I'm saying? And and I know they push the whole multiculturalism in order to, you know, inadvertently wash out our race. And we know that. But in reality, because they're more than us, yeah, we might not be able to do that. But we understand we have power. You know, they don't like when white women get with black men because it takes away their numbers. And a lot of us don't know. White people have been dying faster than they've been being born since 2015. And that's facts, and you can Google it. White people, have their race has been declining in numbers because they aren't, number one, they're not having kids. Number two, the, the, the iniquity of their whole race and their whole existence is just catching up to them. You know what I'm saying? So we have to understand that they know that. Why do you think they come at the Mexicans so hard? Out of nowhere. I don't know where they just started. We got to get rid of these men. They murderers and rapists. Why is that? Because Mexicans are fucking. Mexicans be 15, 16 with kids already. And they doing their thing. White folks aren't doing that. They wait until they 30 to have kids. They wait until they get out of college. We are fucking. And they know that's why they push birth control on us so bad. You know what I'm saying? And abortion clinics. All that. Yeah, that, that's real. You know what I'm saying? I talk about that on my podcast too. But what I'm saying... We have genetic power, you know what I'm saying? And they know that our, our, our genetics are dominant. Their race is recessive. They and, know that. And that's another reason, and, and just to piggyback off of what you were saying, that's another reason why white women, and I, I could show a link or some shit like that, but it was this um guy that was um interviewing white women, asking them um who would you pick white men to go out with a black um, man. And one of the white woman said a black man and he said why and he said because and she said because I want my kids to survive and, and not, I understand that and, yeah. and that's because like you said we have this genetic makeup because we're I don't know that's probably a little bit too deep but this sun charges us up and it kills them. You ain't lying. That's what the fuck sunburn is. Why like, you think? You, why you think? Uh, the, what is it? Tel Aviv that has the highest uh, rate of uh, uh, skin cancer in the world. Yeah. They skin can't handle that sun. Yeah, and that's why I get so agged when they they pro- they project white people as Egyptians. Mm. Nigga, the I sun is the sun is fifty thousand degrees over there. You was not the fuck over there. <laughs> You would be red as shit. You would yeah. not be copper color over there. You have to have melanin melanin to stay over there. The sun is 50,000 degrees over there. We think it's hot in Texas? Oh, yeah. take your ass over to Egypt. Yeah. That's a different type of fucking hot over there, nigga. Like, bro, no. You was not the fuck over there. But back to what I was saying, they get with black men because then you have melanin in your skin. Your kids have melanin in your skin. Okay, so if... Say Rothschild, um, his daughter, mm-hmm. go and get with a black man. Mm-hmm. Then now that, would her, never that, happen, that yeah. baby has melanin in skin. Right. So now, yeah, you got black in it, but they're only using the melanin to keep that legacy alive because, like you're saying, white people are dying out. Right. Their dreams alone cannot survive here. Right. For long, they need to. Um, co-op some type melanin in their skin to keep their legacy alive. So what they do is go to black men, have a baby. Now that child is mixed 50-50. Mm-hmm. Then maybe that mixed kid go and get with another black person. Now that's 25 uh, now that's tw- um, now that's 25-75. Mm-hmm. And then that 
kind of mixed kid gets with a white woman. Now mm. we back in business, baby. Because right. now I got some melanin. I got enough to keep, keep the legacy. Yeah. yeah. Now that mix, now mixed kid get with a white woman. And then it just keeps going yeah. because now you only got, you only need a little bit yeah. of melanin DNA for you to keep the, the bloodline going. So that's one of the reasons that well, they kind of get with black men I to mean, keep yeah. the legacy going because and they need that. the fucking melanin. They need that gene of melanated blackness in them to keep that legacy alive because white people are dying. And yeah. that's no offense to white people at all. My girlfriend's white, and but she understands that the gene line of white people are not as strong as black right. people. Right. That's why right. when black people get with white people, the predominant predominant features of black people come out. They have um, darker color skin. Their hair is curly. You know, they have the big noses, the mm -hmm. full lips. Mm -hmm. a, a lot of their features don't come out. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's true, you know, but I don't know if... Oh, we getting real black. I'm going to get shut down for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 don't know if white, I don't know if white folks don't necessarily want to do that. I mean, maybe so, you know what I'm saying, but... I'm telling you, that's, that's a risk you taking. Cause what if that half black child identify more with his blackness? Now you over with. You know what I'm saying? So I mean that that's a hell of a risk. Yeah, but, but still the the name we identify you from your name. Yeah. So now we know that that's what it is, yeah. and you already see they push the multiculture, and then black men go around. I want a I want a foreign chick, a foreign girl. That comes from self hate too. Yeah, yeah. Too. yeah, and I ain't gonna lie. I but they push like that, that on, but they push that that on us. Yeah. So now it's not really a risk because we know that we didn't already push that ideology on you. Mm -hmm. So we know black man or mixed kid, you gonna go have a um, you gonna go get you a white girl, mm -hmm. you gonna go get you a white girl, but sooner or later, you or your kids or your kids' kids, and we gonna be back in motherfucking business once again. <laughs> Shit, they they know what they doing. It's so fucking deep, bro. And I'm not necessarily like against multiculture or mixed kids or anything like that. But like you said, a lot of that is that ideology of them pushing us all the way from house niggas. Mm -hmm. They treat the house nigga better than the slave mm -hmm. nigga. But what was the house niggas? A motherfucking bloodline of the the owner mm. raping um slaves okay, yeah, and then yeah. bringing them in the house because they heart couldn't really kind of take the fact that their kid is out there mm. fucking picking cotton in the hot ass sun mm. so we bring them in the house and now you still a slave because you have melanin in you so i can't really make you a free man but we're gonna treat you a little bit better and you can sleep in here not well you can sleep out there but you're gonna work in here in the air condition and you know just give us our place but at least you're not picking cotton yeah 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 and you know i think it's a big misconception on mixed people you know my daughter mixed you know what i'm saying with mexican and i think that yeah they treated some of the you know the mixed slaves a little bit better but let's keep it 100. from what i understand frederick Douglass was mixed too you really? know what I'm saying? That's what I heard. That Ooh. he was mixed. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's a lot of other, like, he was called nigga just like the rest of us. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was told he couldn't read just like the rest of us. I don't know why we have this stigma in our community that mixed people, from what I, because I got a mixed daughter. So, from what I see, a lot of people that aren't black consider mixed kids black. And black people don't. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't, I don't, black people look at mixed kids like they're mixed. And everybody else, 
they're just black kids. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know why we had that element in our community, but it's really the Willie Lynch thing that we uh, back in the day they seen these people like the mixed kids as not black because they're getting treated a little bit better. Because I don't give a fuck what you say. Being in the house serving white folks is way fucking better than picking cotton from sun up to sundown. It depends on your perspective. Man, yeah, if, if if you're talking about are you still a slave? Yes, you are. Yeah. But would I rather be a slave in the house with the eight, with the air conditioning and just serving white folks food? Or would I rather be a slave outside picking cotton and getting my ass whipped when I didn't pick enough because my bag weighs a little bit less than the person above me, uh, ahead of me that weighed well, in? I mean, with, with the knowledge I have now, I'd rather be outside. Because it seems like the mental bondage that comes from being inside is way worse than it, being outside. You know, inside, you actually feel like you're a part of the family, even though you're not. Outside, you know you're not. You know what I'm saying? So the mental change that comes from being in a house is, I think, a lot more damaging than it, it is being outside. It but is. because It's easy for me to say that because I, you know I ain't a slave. But. Well, it is because... Um, First of all, it's a psychological thing. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I feel like I'm a part of the family. But don't get it twisted. you still a slave and I still whoop your ass when right. you bring me the wrong um, spoon to eat <laughs> soup in. <Right. laughs> I, I still will. Yeah, so yeah. it's like you know that you're not necessarily better than the slaves outside, but you know that you get treated a lot better than they do. You're not getting your ass whipped when mm-hmm. you, you're bringing cotton in and it don't weigh a certain amount. Not, yeah, and you know, you do, you are in the house. And then, you know, you they push this ideology because um somebody said it best, uh, a mixed girl or a light skin tone black woman is the poor black man's white woman. Because it's still, they still have the features of a black woman, like the fat ass, the titties, the full lips, the pretty ass, damn her. But they're still light enough because the misconception, I think it's a real big misconception, honestly. Mm -hmm. I I don't think that black men run to white women because it's a sign of wealth. I really think that that's the agenda that they push and that's why all these elite celebrities go get them a white girl. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it's something that black men do. It's too many black men that I've met that be like, oh, look at that fine chocolate, that piece of chocolate right there. Yeah. And you know, I, you know, I think that they just see women. I don't think that black men say, oh yeah, I want this tone and this tone. Like, yeah, it happens, but is that the majority? I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. I love black women you know I look and I don't really care for I don't know about nobody I don't really care for the light skin or the black skin like it doesn't matter exactly like black is black you feel me it's it's more so the essence for me that I like you know more so than just the image of the black woman I like what the black woman is and what she represents and what she brings to the table as far as mentally black women especially the ones that from the hood they just got a sense of strength that and a sense of resilience that other women don't have. And you don't realize that until you get with a woman that's not black and you see what she lacks that your mama had. You know what I'm saying? You realize, like, that's something I wish I had. You know, that's something I want. But you don't want to leave your woman, you know, because she's not black, so you just thug it out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Especially when you come to the continent. Real shit. You know what I'm saying? Real just shit. Thug like, it out. Yeah, you just thug it out. She's but. white and I'm eating... Um, pea salad, but you know, <laughs> hey, you know, it is what it is, you know what I'm saying. But I love my sisters, you know what I'm saying. I love black women, real shit. So, um, you talked a little bit about economics, mm-hmm. and 
you say that you don't have all the answers, mm -hmm. but what are some of the things that we can do to start creating that economic power for the um, next generation? Because honestly, I don't think that we'll see it this generation. But like I said, we're getting woke. We, we're starting to realize what's going on, this economic power that we hold. Well, I think the most important thing is we got to diversify our interests. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And it's, it's, it's so much that goes into that. We got to diversify our interests because a lot of these kids are growing up and they just want to be rappers. You know what I'm saying? They want to be rappers because the rappers are the only ones that got money and live in the hood. And we have so many of our, 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 our best and our brightest that go and get a degree or they open them a business and come into some money, open them a business, and they take all their skills and talents to the suburbs. We got to stop doing that, bro. Bring all your all the things that you learned that would have got you out the hood. Use those skills to build up the hood. And we can diversify some of these kids' interests. I've seen black people, like, you know, when you just look them up on the internet, that's doing, uh, 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 that's into tech and that's into, uh, uh, you know, some business things that, that we not necessarily uh, uh, up on, like, as far as vending machines or, you know, you might be into... Uh, you know, uh, art or whatever you might be into. We got to diversify our interests, but these kids don't understand what else is out there because the only ones that they grow up seeing are rappers. Everybody else leave. You know what I'm saying? We got to stop doing that. I understand the whole concept of you don't want to be robbed. You don't want to be, you don't want to get killed. You know, you got bad blood in the streets, all that, blah, blah, blah. I get that. And that's something you got to work out with your God. You know what I'm saying? But in, in real life, we need people in the ghetto that are progressive. Y'all got to stop getting all this knowledge and getting all this money and leaving the ghetto and then having this whole I made it, you should have made it to mindset. You know, uh, uh, you just got to work hard. Keep it 100, bro. White people don't leave white neighborhoods when they get successful. You know what I'm yeah, saying? They, they because, stay there. Yeah, but that's because white people don't be sitting up there. They're all, it's already a nice neighborhood. Why would I leave? But... I mean, it's it's just unfortunate, just but keep it we, we we gotta build up. This what we got. Exactly. Our neighborhoods ain't great. We understand it's it's dope heads everywhere. We get that, but I mean, y'all want to keep crying about it or y'all want to fix the shit? You know what I'm saying? If y'all really want to do something and empower black people, not just you know go and do something for yourself and your family, that's cool. But if you you know, for example, come up in the ghetto. And you go to college by the grace of God. You make it out and you go to college and you become a doctor and you go and, 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 and get a job in Richardson. You know what I'm saying? And you work at a hospital now and you a whole doctor. First black doctor at that hospital. That's powerful. That's great. How do we benefit from that at all? We don't. You and your family benefit from that. But if y'all want to empower black people, take your skills to the ghetto, you know what I'm saying? And do something in the hood, not just for the hood, but do it in the hood. So the kids that's getting out of school don't just see crackheads every day. I used to see crackheads smoking crack at the bus stop. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about in, in 2000s, smoking crack at the bus stop. This was normal. Police raiding houses across the street from the bus stop. This is normal. We don't see any positive and progressive people here. And so if y'all want to empower us, and y'all want to really get into economics and building up this community, bring those resources to the hood. Stop opening up businesses in Richardson. That's full of businesses over there. They have plenty of businesses in Carrollton. Stop going over there. Put your business in the ghetto and watch how other black people 
just on the strength that you black and you cared about us, watch how we support you and we protect you. But, you know, a lot of us that's doing that ain't from the hood. So we don't understand the people that's over there. We just understand what the TV show us. We don't know. You know what I'm saying? So we really got to, you know, stop leaving, bro, and, and build up the community. That's honestly um, a good point because a lot of, and, and I ain't talking about, and just another thing, like, stop fucking giving to charities. That part. Fucking stop giving to charities. Half of them charities, when you research them charities, they only be giving a small percentage to the cause, and then they pocket the fucking rest. That's why these yep. fucking charities are still in business. If you were giving away most of your money, why are you driving a Benz? The Red Cross, all that. Yeah, yeah all them, all and then showing, like, sympathy fucking... Um, videos, yeah, this is it for only 10 cents a oh, day. Oh, they love showing us. And, and us. it's like oh, a poor man. African kid and shit, and I'm just like, stop doing that. Y'all already got fucking dinged. You already know that you're not putting that money back in fucking Africa or wherever the fuck you are, and you're still here in America. You just went to Africa to go take these photo ops and then came hey, back right to America back. Yep. and now and everybody think well it's just 10 cents no do 10 cents times 3 billion 10 cents times 300 million people that's 30 million dollars how much of that going to Africa uh, a thousand exactly. and that was to buy shoes that they made and then they said okay well bye you guys and yeah. see from what I understand and this is I, I can't say too much about this because I ain't did much research, but I seen this video. I don't know the credibility of the video, but the information in it was interesting. He said it was a white man talking about Africa and you know how the resources are in Africa. And from what I heard, Af the diamonds in Africa literally grow out the ground. Like you can go through the desert in Africa and find diamonds in the sand. You know what I'm saying? But from what that's from what I heard. And so to my understanding, they, you know, the powers that be, whoever that might be, they want Africa to be poor so they can get those resources at dirt cheap prices. You know what I'm saying? But in reality, Africa doesn't have to be poor if y'all got this stuff growing out the earth. But from what I understand is that the leaders are just so money hungry that they sell off, you know, the, 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 the power, quote unquote, of their country to these foreign interests to benefit themselves. And the people be the ones that get the ass end of the stick. And so... It's, and that's why I was so, you know, on the fence about, you know, when Ghana came out saying that they're giving black people easy visas to go back to Africa. That was in 2018, talking about what get y'all voting rights and all this other shit. But what the hell are we going to do with voting rights? Like, bro, all this shit, what the, why, why would I want voting rights, bro? I want power. Now, if y'all want to give us some land to be sovereign on, now we talking business. Yeah. But if y'all not trying to give us no land, and y'all not trying to give us, you know, power to, you know, be sovereign for ourselves, then why would I go over there? Africa is such a corrupt nation. Not all of Africa, but there are very corrupt parts of Africa. Some of the leadership over there is real money hungry. You know, why would I want to bring all my people over there for what? For voting rights? Nah, bro. You know what I'm saying? So... From what I understand, yeah, there, there, there's power over there, but I don't really see how that's necessarily beneficial to us when the powers that be already have a plan in place to keep Africa as poor as physically possible. So before we jump and run over there trying to save ourselves from these people, we got to understand the plight that's already going on over there, yeah. post-apartheid. 
Um, it was this African guy's name is Tobey. It's spelled Toby. Toby. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's pronounced Tobey. Toby. Yeah, exactly. That's the first thing I fucking thought. I was like, <laughs> so they at you. I What's your name, boy? Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh my god, but I didn't even go there with him. But yeah. I was like, okay. And he was like, the things that y'all complain about over here, like that's been already happened years back. Like y'all talking about, you know, corrupt, you know, government. Shit, that shit been going on over yeah, here. That's why we came over here. Because y'all are step the fucking up behind. But I don't like that shit. I don't like when Africans comment on, on our situation over here. Because you got to understand, number one, we've been over here 400 years. Y'all ain't said a damn thing about us. That's the first thing. None of y'all governments have spoken up about us until 2018. So I don't want to hear shit on that particular aspect. But what I am saying is that the Africans are united. They didn't go through slavery. So they don't have... Their people weren't stripped of their culture like that. So their opinion of how easy it is for us to fix our problems is irrelevant because y'all don't understand our plight. Y'all don't understand what we done been through. And so I feel like if we're going to do something for ourselves, we're going to have to do it by ourselves outside of anybody else's opinion of us. Because I've seen a lot of negative comments from Africans, you know, that have this whole, uh, 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 I came over here with nothing and I did this and this and that. How many foreigners have said that? How many times have we heard that? No, it's more so in the contents of, um, you guys are a step behind. Like, what you mean? They're, 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 what you, what you guys' country is doing, America, Africa has already done that to us ten times over, ten years before y'all. They're learning from us. Well, I, I would need that, to know what exactly, you know, what aspects... Is he specifically like, talking about? Like, just corrupt government. Uh, the behind-the-scenes things. Um, Working with foreign countries and getting money from foreign countries to mm -hmm. push an agenda. Right, right. That, that's that true. Shit, that shit has already happened ten times for oh, ten years before y'all. Right. That's why every country or people, foreigners, are trying to come over here because we're actually ten steps behind in the court, in the corrupt corporation shit. Mm -hmm. we, they've already been doing that in their countries and it's already to, and we're on our way to that. So that's why they're like, nah, let me come over here to America. Well, well I mean, we're yeah. already down. Do, like, doing that? Yeah, I, I understand that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't so much of, like, because I, I was the same way about, like, like you. Like, dude, you don't understand the shit yeah. that we've been through over yeah. here. Yeah. You know, y'all have a camaraderie over there. Y'all know what y'all roots are. Yeah. We don't. We're learning from the ground up. So right. you got to be patient right. with us. Right. We don't know, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, I would love to be over there and know who I actually am. And sometimes I get really emotional because I look at my girlfriend and she has German culture. And mm -hmm. she has, like, European culture. Or, um, I think she's um, Italian and, and German. And she has that those roots still. And, you know, she, she knows that shit about herself. She knows her bloodline. And I'm just willy-nilly out in the motherfucking wind. I don't know anything about myself except for my grandmama. And and that's only on my mama's side. I don't well, even know the people on my daddy's side. Yeah, I ain't never met my daddy in my life. I have no idea who he is. So, yeah, I understand that. But in reality, you know, and we ain't got to get too deep into this, but in reality, it's not really that hard to figure out from where you came, you really just got to know where to look. You know what I'm saying? We don't, I mean, you know, we don't really know where to start when it comes to our history because so much of it has been whitewashed and erased. Exactly. But you, once you really dig and you find something, anything, you'll take that and it'll be able to help you. It's kind of like a puzzle. 
if you don't have no pieces, then you know you don't have no pieces. But if you have one piece, then it's easier to figure out what goes with it. You know what I'm saying? You can kind of piece things together based on that. And so once I found one information of our history, I was able to piece together a lot of different other pieces. But like I said, I don't want to get too deep because, you know, it's probably going to turn somebody off. You know what I'm saying? But, oh my yeah, God. like. You got to be scared about turning motherfuckers off. No, nah, because, like, it's deep and, and you know, huh, you know, if motherfucker try to fact check me, it's like, hey, bro, you know, you got to do your own research. But. I don't do that fucking fact check shit. We already know who the internet is ran by. We like I me. Mean, give me a book. That's what I yeah. told somebody. Give give me the book. Give me yeah. the link to the book. I yeah. want to because then I can research the author, what his agenda is, what he believe in. You can't do that internet shit. Anybody, I can go on Wikipedia right now and write a whole false perception about myself yeah. and they'll put it on there. Yeah, real shit. I can yeah. say an hour with crowd and my brother is um Tyrese Gibson and I was born in California. And motherfuckers will look at that shit and say, damn, but don't you live in Texas? Like you can write anything on the internet. And yeah. then people take that shit and they take that shit for the Bible. Yeah, real shit. Shit off of the internet, people my girl does so much to me. She because she's a, a liberal. So she'll see See, that, that's what it's, see, this is what it says, but I can't find shit about what my beliefs is because it's against the global agenda. So they're not going to put that shit on the internet. I have to go watch YouTube videos and then you get fact checked about this. Okay, well, who the fuck is this guy? Right, 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 right. I mean, it, it really is just, you know, the Bible says study to show yourself approved. Once you really get the information and you really know in your heart, like, I know what I'm talking about. It's a little easier to check people when they come at you with that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? But to do any of that, you're going to have to decolonize your mind. Black people have been so colonized, we don't even understand the depth that we have been colonized. All, our entire existence from birth is wrapped in white culture. And so once you decolonize your mind and you get into more so where you came from, it's a little easier when people come at you with bullshit to hit them with the truth. When you have facts to back that up, you know. But the problem is that white culture discredits a lot of our factual, uh, 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 you know, sources. You know what I'm saying? The Bible is not credited because it's quote-unquote religious. Any religious quote-unquote book is automatically not credited, you know. So we have to, not just religious books, but e even with our own personal people uh, 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 that write books. Like if you went to like Ta-Nehisi Coates. Or maybe if you into, uh, you know, uh, uh, Message to the Black Man with Elijah Muhammad. It's a lot of other books. Uh, 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 Message to the Millennials with Riza Islam. It's a lot of oh, books where you can get. Yeah, I, I ain't got it yet, but I'm trying I'll to get it. To you. I'm trying to get it, like real shit. But if you get into some of those books that have, you know, real powerful information about who we are and, and the black plight, it's a little easier because, like I say, a, a lot of our credited sources are well a lot of our sources are not credited by white America you know what I'm saying and so we are starting to create more sources like for what, what I'm saying with Riza Islam you know Elijah Muhammad Ta-Nehisi Coates we in in this last like 20-30 years we've gotten a lot more sources now but we don't go after the knowledge because the knowledge isn't being presented to us so that's why podcasts like this are so important to give our people you know a chance to elevate their conscience so you know don't get so wrapped up into what your psychology book says 
or so wrapped up into what your teacher says. Look into your own information outside of this culture. Look into your own shit. You know what I'm saying? And then once you figure out what it is that you feel like you identify with or not, then you can present that with what you already know and figure out what's the bullshit and what's not. It's not that hard to figure out from whence you came, but you have to have that ambition to go find it. That's a very powerful note to end on. Yeah. Um, now I got a new motherfucking segment. Mm-hmm. A minute with Crowder with the five rapid questions. Mm-hmm. You want to participate? Yes, I do. Boom. Here we go. If you will send a real revolution, who you bring with you, Huey P. Newton or Nat Turner? Huey P. Black Panthers or a nation of Islam if you was to fight in a war? The nation. I, I, I like their mindset. Yes. <laughs> Would you rather everyone jump off the ship coming over here into slavery or survive and suffer and, um, and fight for the future generation? Would I rather everybody jump off the ship and die? Or yeah, yeah, like coming over here, everybody's like, oh, well, you should have just jumped off the ship. Just You know, you, we should have just died. So That's, a, you, tri- that's a trick question because it's not really a, a, a real answer. Like, it's either death or survive with hardships. I mean, you know. So which one of those would you do? Death or me survive pers- with me, hardships? Me personally, if I was on the boat, <laughs> I don't know shit. Yeah, I pro- I'll probably thug it out. I'll probably thug it out just on the strength. Like, I ain't finna be no hoe. Like, if y'all thugging it out, I'm finna thug it out. You know okay. what I'm saying? Um, marry a woman with locks or afro? Afro. Um, keep the greeting a nigga because we redirected the energy or do away with it altogether? I think if we're going to keep it, we got to keep it 1,000. We can't say we're keeping it because we took the power away from it. But when a white person calls us a nigga, we get in our feelings. Is the power taken away or not? You know, so I would say... In, in just me personally, I would say keep it. Just on the strength, it's how we talk. But if we're going to keep it, when a white person call you a nigga, that word should not have the power that you say you took from it. You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't get so in your feelings when they call you that. Whether they call you that or not, they're going to look at you like that anyway. So don't get so in your feelings about that. Because, you know, a lot of them just be ignorant. They don't know what they're doing anyway. Boom. And there we go. Go ahead and shout out all of your social media platform streaming where they can find you at, where they can get some of this riveting information from you for. All right. You can find me on YouTube at Dallas Ebonics with an X. That's D-A-L-L-A-S-E-B-O-N-I-X. Uh, that's my YouTube. You can catch me. You can hit me up on Gmail. That's the fastest way to get a hold of me. Dallas Ebonics at gmail.com. If you send me an email, I know you square business. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, send me That's an email. Business fuck. And uh, 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 you can find me on Instagram, Pleasant Grove J. Spelled exactly how I sound, Pleasant Grove J. Uh, and, uh, yeah, like I'm just real big on black power and elevating the conscience of our kids and elevating the minds of our people to, to get us to that next level. You know, so holler at me. Boom, and that's another great episode of An Hour with Crowder, and we out.